Welcome to Canadian Equities, a short bi-weekly podcast series where we speak with top business leaders and hear their perspectives on the industries in which they operate. For the full-length version, find our link in the podcast notes or connect with us at acumencapital.com. I'm your host, Robert Cooper. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Main Street Equity founder, Bob Dillon. Main Street has pursued a value investment style, buying up lower middle market multifamily housing in Western Canada, and with some value-added renovations, they've been able to increase the value, refinance, and reinvest the capital into other opportunities. The result is that since 2000, Main Street has returned almost 20% annually, nearly double the rate of the TSX and 20% better than the S&P 500. Bob Dillon, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mr. Cooper. Always a pleasure talking to you, and I'm a big fan of Acumen. So, Bob, you've, you've done dozens and dozens of acquisitions, and from the outsider's perspective, from that of an investor, all we get is a news release, and it says, we bought 100 units in X city for X dollars, but obviously there's a lot more work that goes into that, and investors never really see how the sausage is made. So, can you discuss the anatomy of a typical Main Street deal, how it starts, what you look for in due diligence, and then take it all the way to closing? So, let's look at macro fundamentals than me look at micro. First of all, we pick the right city. So in my mind, Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Saskatoon, Regina, Abbotsford, Surrey, New West, uh, Chilliwack, Vernon, Kamloops, Penticton, Vancouver Island are all great cities in Canada where there's opportunities. So macro fundamentals. So let's look at what are some of the macro fundamentals? I'm going to just, I'm not going to go into the big cities, but I'll just pick on Kamloops for one second. Is the total supply in Kamloops is less than 4,000 apartment units. The total uh, university student base is 14,000, out of which 4,000 are foreign students. Supply demand uh, imbalance. So I won't dwell on it too much. These are the things we look for where there's going to be more demand than supply. So which pushes rents up. Then, then we look at geographic locations within the city. So let's look at the ICE district in Edmonton. So that's down to, for people, for the audience who are not familiar with the ICE district. It's like the downtown of Edmonton, which was going through transformation around 10 years ago. What, is, what do I mean by transfer, uh, transformation? It has three LRT lines, three universities, new arena, museums, entertainment district, hotels. So they're transforming. The the Cates Group did with the help of the city and other investors and infrastructure and the universities and colleges, they transformed downtown Edmonton. And downtown Edmonton or the ICE district had a lot of mid-market add value apartment buildings. So if you go into my website and you go look at the ICE district map, we consolidated downtown Edmonton, and we have approximately 5,000 apartment units in downtown Edmonton. So we look at the macro fundamentals, then we look, we focus on the geographic platform in each city, and I use the ICE district as an example, then we look at the asset. So when we look at the asset, we say, okay, can I add value through Main Street value chain? We reposition the building, we renovate the units, can I increase the top line revenue by 30 or 40%? We underwrite based on if we can increase the top line revenue by 30 to 40%. Otherwise, we don't buy the asset. So then we tie up the asset. 
one thing I got to let you know, I've been doing this for like over 20 years and we have the deal flow and we have an acquisition team, which is the best acquisition team you could ever think of globally. I think we get the best team and we go out there. And so a typical nuts and bolts of it, we do uh, roof report, mechanical, environmental, structural, underwrite, market comps, budget, our CapEx. We do, we got a whole checkoff list on due diligence and what the complex is going to look like. And Everything checks out. We buy the asset and it goes into the, goes through the transformation stage, which takes 18 months. After it's stabilized, it goes into the bucket one or stabilized uh, bucket, which is usually 90 to 92% of our assets. And we got 8% of our assets, which are unstabilized as going through repositioning because we only buy buildings that we can add value to. So that's great. Bob, if you had, one misconception about the real estate business or one clarification that you would pass on to outsiders looking at the business, what would it be? That's the toughest uh, question anybody's asked me, Robert. I think the transition on real estate has become from individual ownership, individual pride of ownership to institutional. What I mean is uh, growing up in Canada, you saw family-owned grocery stores at every corner or every second corner. And that is all now 7-Eleven or one of these franchises to neighborhood grocery stores, to Safeway, to mom and pop hotels, to Ramada. And you saw all these franchises and institutional branding. And that's what's going to happen. The last family-owned entrepreneurial business and the transition is going to go institution. And that's happening as we speak. I think that's one uh, misconception that a lot of people at at far away may be missing what's going to go on in the ownership in the residential market. It's going to all become branded. It's going to become like Holiday Inn Express. You're going to have five, six, ten big companies owning. And that's also happening in residential real estate in USA that you would be, uh, which I wouldn't have expected, where it's residential homes are becoming an investment vehicle uh, for big publicly traded companies. So I think that may or may not happen in Canada, but that's definitely going to happen in every segment of real estate that's going to be owned. Uh, You wouldn't know who'd be owning it behind the veil. Bob Dillon, thanks for spending time with us today. Note that this podcast is not making an investment recommendation on any companies discussed. We welcome your comments on today's episode or any other episode. Connect with us at acumencapital.com.